0: Well, welcome to the Scripture Talk Podcast. Today we will be exploring Second Nephi chapter two beginning at verse ten. And actually I'm gonna back up to verse nine just so we have some context. Now we're speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ and how he's the center. And, sorry, I'm actually going to start at verse 6. Wherefore, redemption cometh in and through the holy Messiah, for he is full of grace and truth. Behold, he offereth himself a sacrifice for sin, to answer the ends of the law unto all those who have a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And unto none else can the ends of the law be answered. Wherefore, now... Wherefore, how great the importance to make these things known unto the inhabitants of the earth, that they may know that there is no flesh that can dwell in the presence of God, save it be through the merits and mercy and grace of the holy Messiah, who layeth down his life according to the flesh, and taketh it again by the power of the Spirit that he may bring to pass the resurrection of the dead, being the first that should rise. Wherefore, he is the firstfruits unto God, inasmuch as he shall make intercession for all the children of men, and they that believe in him shall be saved. Now, I'm just going to take a moment and look up what intercession means in the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Okay, intercession, the act of interceding, Um, interposition between parties at variance with a view to reconciliation, prayer or solicitation to one party in favor of another, sometimes against another. So... The Lord will make intercession for all the children of men. And they that believe in him shall be saved. Okay, verse 10. And because of the intercession for all, all men come unto God. Wherefore they stand in the presence of him to be judged of him according to the truth and holiness which is in him. Wherefore, the ends of the law which the Holy One hath given unto the inflicting of the punishment which is affixed, which punishment that is affixed is in opposition to that of the happiness which is affixed, to answer the ends of the atonement. Now, His intercession, His interceding in our behalf is for all. And it brings us back into His presence. Wherefore, they stand in the presence of Him, to be judged of Him. Now, I'm going to look for a verse of Scripture that I have heard before before. Second Nephi chapter 9 verse 6 For as death hath passed upon all men to fulfill the merciful plan of the great creator there must needs be a power of resurrection and the resurrection must needs come unto man by reason of the fall and the fall came by reason of transgression and because man became fallen They were cut off from the presence of the Lord. Wherefore, it must needs be an infinite atonement. Save it should be an infinite atonement. This corruption could not put on incorruption. Wherefore, the first judgment which came upon man must needs have remained to an endless duration. And if so, this flesh must have laid down to rot and to crumble to its mother earth to rise no more. Now, in verse 6, at the very end, it says, And because man became fallen, they were cut off from the presence of the Lord. Now, okay, back to our original verse. Uh, Verse 10, 2 Nephi 2, verse 10. And because of the intercession for all, all men come unto God, wherefore they stand in the presence of him. They stand in the presence of him. Remember, in in um, chapter 9, uh, Jacob is saying how the fall took us out of the presence of the Lord. And Christ's intercession for all brings us back to stand in the presence of him. To be judged of him according to the truth and holiness which is in him. Okay, so now I'm going to head over to another spot in Second Nephi where... Nephi is speaking to his brethren about Lehi's vision of the tree of life. Um I believe it's in Second Nephi. Let me find it. Okay. Here it is. First Nephi fifteen now this is when Nephi is explaining the his vision and his father's vision to his elder brethren. First Nephi fifteen twenty one, and it came to pass that they did speak unto me again, saying, What meaneth this thing which our father saw in a dream? What meaneth the tree? Which he saw, and I said unto them, It was a representation of the tree of life. Now, the tree of life was in the garden of Eden. Now, this is my own interpretation. And maybe there are scriptures to back this up. But the tree of life, to me, represents the presence of the Lord. In the garden, they were in the presence of God. And as we just read, 2 Nephi chapter 9, verse 6. For as death hath passed upon all men to fulfill the merciful plan of the great Creator, there must needs be a power of resurrection. And the resurrection must needs come unto man by reason of the fall. And the fall came by reason of transgression. And because man became fallen, they were cut off from the presence of the Lord. So, um, that's kind of my basis for the tree of life represents the presence of the Lord. Now it's interesting how in 1 Nephi chapter 15, 21 and 22, his Nephi's brethren, or Nephi tells his brethren that the tree of life or the tree in the dream of Lehi represents the tree of life. Okay. Now The reason this is important to me is it shows where our goals should be. Now, the rod of iron, the word of God, leads to the tree of life. It leads us to the presence of the Lord. And the fruit represents the love of God. And what better place to feel the love of God than in his presence? Now... That does not mean we cannot feel the love of God on that journey. But to be brought back in the presence of the Lord is why the Lord suffered the atonement and the, went, uh, was performed the resurrection. Uh, back to 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 10. And because of the intercession for all, which was done by Christ, All men come unto God, wherefore they stand in the presence of Him, to be judged of Him according to the truth and holiness which is in Him. Wherefore the ends of the law which the Holy One hath given unto the inflicting of the punishment which is affixed, which punishment that is affixed is in opposition to that of the happiness which is affixed to answer the ends of the atonement. Now, the ends of the law is another topic, and I, I feel like it connects to this going back to the presence of the Lord, entering into his rest. Um, and let's do that right now. Um, so, in... In... Um, where is this at? JST, Exodus 34, 1-2. And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two other tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon them also the words of the law, according as they were written at the first on the tables which thou breakest. But it shall not be according to the first, for I will take away the priesthood out of their midst, therefore my holy order and the ordinances thereof shall not go before them for my present my presence for my presence shall not go up in their midst, lest I destroy them. but I will give unto them the law as at the first, but it shall not be But it shall be after the law of a carnal commandment. For I have sworn in my wrath that they shall not enter into my presence, into my rest, in the days of their pilgrimage. Therefore do as I have commanded thee, and be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. So, I feel like it was the Lord's will for His people in every generation of the world. It's His will that we enter back into His presence. And that was, what, that was the law He brought them at first, that Moses brought from the Lord to the children of Israel. But they would not. They did not want to be in the presence of the Lord. And thus the Lord, chose, He would not force that on them, as He said in here, um, for my presence shall not go up in their midst, lest I destroy them. He would not dwell among them because they would not have Him dwell among them. And I believe that's the case in all situations, in all generations. The reason the Lord does not show himself to us, or is not present, is because we don't want him to be. The darkness hateth the light. And I think that this is a very important aspect of why we need the Lord Jesus Christ that is ultimately where these scriptures are pointing us is to the Lord Jesus Christ because because our natures are fallen because of the fall we need the resurrection we need the atonement of Jesus Christ because he brings us back into the presence of the Lord by the power of his word the iron rod We're led back into His presence. Now, this could also be a different topic, but the Word of God... Let's go there, actually. In the Pearl of Great Price. In Moses... Um... Okay, in Moses, chapter 1, verse 32. And by the word of my power have I created them, which is mine only begotten Son, who is full of grace and truth. Now, this scripture, I'll read it again and by the word of my power have i created them which is mine only begotten son who is full of grace and truth now my point is because of what nephi says to his brethren in first nephi 15 he says that the tree of life or the tree In the dream of Lehi, and in his vision as well. It's a representation of the tree of life. And I I believe that means the presence of the Lord. The Lord suffered that we may come back into the presence of the Lord. And in the vision of the tree of life, Lehi and Nephi see the the iron rod the word of God, which leads to the tree of life and to the fruit, the love of God. Now this scripture, not only does it mean scriptures, the word of God, the words of God contained in the scriptures, but Jesus Christ is the word of God's power. The Father calls him In Moses and by the word of my power have I created them, which is mine only begotten Son. So my point is that it is only through Jesus Christ who makes intercession for all the children of men. He makes it possible for us to return back to the presence of the Lord. And that that is the goal of the law. Um, There's a scripture about that. Hey, let me find it real fast. Okay, here it is. Alma 34:14. And behold, this is the whole meaning of the law, every wit pointing to that great and last sacrifice, and that great and last sacrifice will be the son of God, yea, infinite and eternal. Now, I know that it is only through Christ that we can be saved. And that the Lord wants us to come back into his presence. Through the word of God and really through Jesus Christ. And... Thank you for joining me today on Scripture Talk. I testify of the truth of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, thank you for joining me. You're, once again, this is simply for my Scripture study to help me get more scripture power in my life. And you're welcome to join me along by listening to the podcast. Um, Thank you. And see you next time.